Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Adrian Wechter is tech editor of the Irish Indo and joins me now. Adrian, this has been coming for a while, uh, but what exactly will people be able to do? Are they going to be fully legal on the open road now? Good morning. Basically, yeah, good morning. Basically, they will. Yeah, so as you say, up to now, they've been kind of in limbo. And limbo is a kind word because they haven't been legal. Up to now, e-scooters have essentially been legally classed as motorbikes. So legally, if you wanted to ride one around town, you would have to have a motorbike license, insurance and tax, a tax disc. But there wasn't really any way to to tax it. So it was it was kind of a weird scenario and mostly Gardy uh, just didn't pay much notice to them uh, technically I think they were supposed to seize them or intervene in some way and they, they mostly and that's why most listeners to this show will probably have seen e-scooters whizzing around the place and because they're not regulated properly up to now they, they'll kind of zip you know in and out of paths and roads cycle lanes it's just kind of a it's kind of a wild west scenario mm-hmm. with them at the moment. Um, now, some people are very responsible. You know, they, they were, they're out and they'll, you know, uh, they ride them safely uh, on the road, etc. What, what's happened now is that the government has said, right, look, people are using these things. They are actually a d- decent and usable alternative to cars for people who, for whatever reason, don't feel that they can use a bike. Because a lot of cyclists will say, well, why don't you just use a bike? Mm-hmm. And some people say, look, I don't like to cycle uh, around town. That's just not what I like to do. So this is an alternative to that. And the government says, well, okay, we're going to put these on a legal footing so they won't be classified as motorbikes. You won't need all of that stuff to use one. We haven't yet seen the detail of what you will need mm. um, or or whether there will be things like uh, you know, age requirements. I don't think there will be because you don't need, I don't think there's an age requirement for a bike. Um, so essentially, these you're going to start seeing a lot more of these things and the main knock-on effect is that commercial companies Mm. with rental fleets are now going to come in so cork for example is one of the cities that is going to start seeing companies like lime bird and maybe uh free now which is the company formerly known as halo Mm. other companies like that are going to bid for the contract to run you know hundreds maybe thousands Mm. of e-scooters yeah, because we had already had the yeah. Coke bikes, so now we're going to get the something else, yeah. scooters, right? Exactly, yeah. And the idea there is that you, you'll you rock up to one, you'll have an account maybe, and you unlock it with your phone, for example, and it typically, let's say, costs, say, a euro to unlock it and maybe 
you know, 20 cents per minute after that or something like that. They're different charging models depending on which brand is in operation. This is quite common in European cities. It's quite common in, in US cities. So that's on the way. Hmm. The safety concerns with them, Adrian. I mean, as I said, my rem- what I remarked driving in of a morning in the summertime was, you know, the, they're great if you want to use them off with yeah. you, but are they actually safe? Yeah, well, the, the, one of the main safety issues, there are two safety issues. One is the safety to the rider themselves. So, you know, how many accidents do they cause? How many accidents are people getting into? Interestingly, there was one study done in a Dublin hospital where they looked specifically at people who had been admitted um, due to e-scooter accidents. And I think there were there were 22 significant injuries that they recorded. Um, but that's that's the riders themselves. The other concern, obviously, would be people around you. So if a scooter is zipping up and down on the path you know what is the danger to pedestrians for example what is the danger to other people using that path or using uh, the road now some of the companies have come up with solutions for that tier for example actually most of them have this uh, on board where the the e-scooter has a kind of in layman's term a kind of a gps map on board and it knows where the path is or where the road is and it knows the zones in the town or the city that it's not allowed to activate to, to, to be active in. So when it enters one of those zones, it automatically turns off. Oh, that's high right. tech. Yeah, it, it's very it's very high tech. But if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. That kind of technology is around. And for this kind of a system to gain public acceptance as being safe for other users of the road, they do sort of have to have something like this. Mm. Um yeah, on board. And um, the, the the last safety issue, if, if I might just, is yeah. when these rental fleet companies come in, one of the problems that other cities have in Europe and the US, you see them littered around paths and you're stumbling over them sometimes. Yeah. And people like wheelchair users, for example, people with um, uh, who have sight difficulties, uh, it, it can be a problem for them. So they'll have to regulate that as well. In other countries where they are more commonplace, are they an ease to traffic, traffic congestion? Is there any evidence... Of that, uh, I I think there's no question that they are. Um, I don't have you know a report or anything mm. uh, to hand. I'm sure the companies themselves do. But it, look, it just does stand to reason that if, say, in, in a city of say you know two hundred thousand people, uh, one hundred fifty thousand people, something around the size of Cork, if a thousand people start using e-scooters overnight, that's a thousand people less likely to use a car or maybe take public transport mm-hmm. um uh, you know so so yes um is the answer and to be fair i mean for for all the criticizing you know we sometimes do of the likes of e-scooters that is a pretty useful public mm. policy goal well, no, I, I love the look of them I, I think i'd be afraid of my life I, I did try one i tried one on television one time, I drove one yeah. across the RTE Today Show studio, and stopping was a problem. But I'm sure I'd learned that very, very quickly. Now, can I just can I just say that you were across the studio, so the the floor was nice and smooth, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the big problems I have found with these scooters because I've tested loads of them, the quality of the roads. So on a bike, if you're on a cycle lane on a road, 
some bits of road are okay, some bits are bad, but you can generally bear it on a bike. On an e-scooter, when you hit a bad bit of road, it is terrible. Mm. You feel it right up and down your spine. The suspension isn't as good as it is on most bikes. So they're just, a, skate, me, they're just a, a skateboard with an engine and a handle, as far as I can see. Basically, yeah. Lastly, Adrian, I don't think the cycling fraternity are too happy with them sharing their lanes. I know. <laughs> Get ready for this culture war. Anybody who's on social media will already be somewhat aware of the culture wars between cyclists and motorists. Well, this is another branch of that culture war. Um, cyclists do not like the idea of e-scooters, you know, sharing, quote unquote, their cycle lanes. Now, I'm not exactly sure what the main objection is. Maybe some of your listeners might um, be able to enlighten you on that. I would genuinely be interested as I'm collecting uh, views on this. Mm. But um, but yeah, there is a sort of a hierarchy on the road. When I was using an e-scooter, <clears throat> I found there was a hierarchy. So cars look down on cyclists and cyclists tend to look down on e-scooters as well. I don't really know why, but they do. All right, Adrian. Thanks very much. Adrian Weckler, tech editor of the Irish Independent. Quartz 96 FM.